Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, December 13th. This is Elena Neal Sachs with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Another series of deadly shootings roiled southeast Portland Sunday and Monday. After neighbors heard gunshots Sunday evening, three men were found dead inside a house in the Centennial neighborhood. Police say it was a murder-suicide. But in their initial news release Sunday night, police only said that a woman had been taken to a hospital after she was shot and wounded. After escaping the shooting, the woman appears to have knocked on at least three neighbors' doors before one let her in. According to multiple neighbors, a family lived in the house where the shooting took place, including a couple in their 60s and two adult sons, one who lived there and one who didn't. The neighborhood has mostly been left in the dark about the details of what happened Sunday night. As of Monday afternoon, Portland police have not provided an update about the injured woman's condition. Officers responded to another shooting in southeast Portland at 12.34 p.m. Monday. According to police, a 16-year-old student was shot outside Cleveland High School, which went into lockdown. Police said the injured teen walked into a local hospital at 12.50 p.m. and is expected to live. Witnesses told police there may have been two vehicles involved in the shooting. At Oregon's annual Leadership Summit Monday, Governor-elect Tina Kotek backed an ambitious plan for additional investment in the state's microchip industry. Since Congress approved the CHIPS Act last summer, a state task force comprised of business leaders and politicians has been campaigning for urgent investment in the semiconductor industry, with the goal of securing some of these federal dollars. At the Monday summit, Kotex said she is working closely with outgoing Governor Kate Brown on a proposal for lawmakers to consider at the beginning of next month's legislative session. She suggested the state might spend as much as $300 million in pursuit of CHIPS Act funding. Kotex also endorsed recommendations from the Semiconductor Task Force, They include a focus on tax incentives, streamlined regulations, and industrial development to bring more chip manufacturing into the state. If you're a gardener who has been harvesting peat moss to retain water in soil, listen up. According to Oregon State University soil scientist Linda Brewer, this practice contributes to climate change. Peat moss is harvested from bogs and fens around the world but primarily in Canada and Russia. These bogs have been sequestering carbon from the atmosphere for 10 to 12,000 years. When peat moss is harvested, it releases carbon into the atmosphere, which then contributes to our warming climate. Harvesting peat moss also destroys a native habitat that's essential to the survival of many birds, reptiles, insects, and small mammals. So, what should gardeners use as an alternative? Brewer suggests any of the following. Compost, decomposed manure, wood chips, leaves, and perlite, a product made from lava deposits. Attention Portland restaurants! The Oregonian's Dumpling Week is returning for 2023, and we're looking for your participation. 
we're inviting all restaurants, food carts, and bars to apply to participate in the festivities. Applications will be accepted through Monday, January 2nd, and Dumpling Week will take place from January 29th through February 4th. In keeping with tradition, participating restaurants will serve up special dumplings not available on their regular menus, with each plate selling for $14 or less. More than 30 restaurants participated in last year's Dumpling Week. Some highlights include Sichuan Chile Crunch Duck Dumplings with Black Vinegar, Fried Ravioli with Tomato Bisque, Herbs, and Smoked Mozzarella, and so-called Dragon Dumplings, which are Chengdu-style shrimp and pork dumplings. To stay up to date on all things wrapped in dough, head to dumplingweek.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash podsupport.